Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. At this point, uh, the announcer would say that he's mad as hell and can't take it anymore. But uh, this is not one of those occasions. You're listening to the Arometa and Harry Dyer show. I am Arometa and he is... Harry Dyer. Hey, Harry, how's it going? Not too bad, buddy. Not too bad at all. Yeah, it's just wow. <laughs> yeah, is I knew it, you were going to say that. Is, 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 is it just wow? It's like, yeah. you know, it's uh, something we were just not expecting, it's especially after the uh, the downer show that we had uh, last week. So like, yeah, you know, yeah. And now for this to happen, it's like, it's uh, it's totally amazing. For those of you who do not know what we are talking about, uh, let me take you to the very beginning. Um, I got introduced to a group of uh, Hey Arnold fans in 2009, and uh, it was uh, a campaign to uh, basically save the uh, something called Hey Arnold the Jungle movie. And this had a group of about 300 people in it at the time, and uh, it looked like it wasn't really, uh, it wasn't like it was going to really go anywhere. I just thought it was just a bit of fun uh, for myself, and uh, you know, it was just really exciting, something to get involved with, and something very different as well to uh, to, uh, to do. And so this campaign went on, and then I decided, um, even though I was uh, hugely nervous to do it, uh, I decided to. uh, I found Greg Bartlett on Facebook, and I sent him a message asking, you know, do you want to uh, do an interview? Based because there's still a lot of people that are interested in uh, what was going on, and he agreed. So that led to the first ever Craig Barlett interview in 2011, and he had a lot to say then. I was super nervous, and uh, you know, so I was, uh, I kind of fell back into like political mode. So I was kind of like uh, inadvertently combating him at the same time as talking to him. So that was, uh, so you now it's quite hilarious, and also where uh, uh, there were some people who didn't really like it that much. But uh, we then came back for a sequel, and the sequel is obviously better than the. Uh, the than the first one, which was quite a rarity in uh, in uh, entertainment terms, and uh, then we it just kind of became a thing, you know. So this show, the Arameta show has always done a Greg Bartlett uh, Hey Arnold anniversary show. Uh, one being missed off, which uh, Justin Shankaro uh, did for us, and uh, Craig Bartlett, even though still decided to do the Christmas special, which was really good on him. And now, after all this talk, after all the hype, after everything. Uh, the most unbelievable news has happened, and that is that uh, Nickelodeon have said, "Yeah, we're interested in making this movie now." So it's uh, quite—it's been quite uh, an unbelievable journey, and it's been through a lot of downs. It's been through a lot of ups. It's been through a lot of uh, maybes. It's been a lot of things like that. But you know, it's like one thing I'm really happy about is that I actually didn't think. Uh, I didn't think this was going to happen, which because it was leaning towards a maybe. But I did say 2015 was. I was thinking it was going. I had an inkling that it was going to be the uh, the year of yes or no. And uh, would you believe it? It's a yes. It's incredible. Yeah, I mean, I've obviously I've been uh, following the the group for a long time now. In fact, I can't even remember when I originally uh, joined it. I think it was probably around about the time I started working at North Manchester FM. And I remember sort of friending a lot of the other DJs uh, that were working there, including yourself, and uh, seeing this group and sort of joining up with it. And, yeah, I mean, it's funny how over the years it's kind of, you know, it started off as sort of like almost like a little fan petition and has now grown into this big thing to the point where it has actually come to fruition. It's uh, it's a testament to, I think, your uh, uh, tenacity 
on the subject and also uh, just shows you that if you actually do work hard and petition and get people on board that you can bring about change. Well, wait, <laughs> Even uh, if it I is just what, an, we, we an animated movie, but it's still, you know, it's still being brought about by the fans coming together. Yeah, we really need to bring that up, actually. You know, the fact that, uh, you know, the Hey Arnold fans have probably been the most uh, amazing out of all of this and the fact that uh, definitely uh, people like Ajaya Wood who uh, has also been on this show previously who has dedicated her the majority any time that she could possibly can to make sure that the group's okay make sure that they're all um, happy make sure that they're all ready for you know the the, the letter writing campaign the social media campaigns uh, everything that they were doing, it was, uh, it, it's been amazing, you know, calling uh, Paramount Studios and uh, I think annoying them a little bit. I think uh, that was, uh, that in itself was funny, but uh, obviously it had, uh, it had its drawbacks. But, uh, you know, it was uh, for all the highest, for all the, all the highest of highs were worth the lowest of lows. And uh, here we are at the moment and it's just, it's, uh, it's still buzzing even after 24 hours uh, removed. And, uh, you know, even to the point where I said, you know, this news was going to be so big to many of our listeners of this show, which I said, you know what, we shouldn't really, you know, um, react to the, uh, to the, um, we shouldn't really react right after, you know, a couple of hours uh, removed from what happened. Let's give it some time. Let's give it a couple of hours. Uh, Let's come to where we can, you know, where the hype's kind of like uh, maybe built down a little bit and, uh, you know, so we can think, uh, you know, so, so so we can think not just only, uh, you know, f- as a, from a fan perspective, but also we can think critically of it as well. Sure. So, yeah. you know, because I think it's, uh, you know, because what, what I want to do with this show today is that we're going to go through the articles. We're going to go through the Variety article and also the one from the AV Club, because those are the two articles that Craig Bartlett is currently uh, end- uh, going putting, putting up in his Facebook page at the moment. So they're somewhat endorsements. So we're going to go with this. And uh, we're gonna, what we want to do is let's go through this whole article and let's uh, let's pick out what we think from what's in them. So, uh, are you ready? Shall we start with the variety article to start off with? Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, then. So let's do this. So, okay, so Nickelodeon hopes to score a new touchdown with favorite animated character who has a head shaped like a football. Obviously, that's a point to Hey Arnold. And uh, it is uh, the headline for this. Actually, I should point out is Hey Arnold TV movie in works as Nickelodeon aims to revive classic shows. Uh, the, the Viacom-owned Kids Outlet is developing a new TV movie based on Hey Arnold, uh, the animated series that ran between 1996 and 2004, and focused on a fourth grader with an oblong noggin, or in other words, football head, <laughs> uh, who lived uh, with grandparents in, in a boarding house. Uh, the TV movie will feature a storyline that picks up where the original series ended and re- resolves unanswered plot lines, including the whereabouts of Arnold's parents long missing from the program. So, let's start with this first. I mean, we seem to be going if this movie is is going to happen now we seem to be starting back off from where we left off i mean that will either be either in uh, depending on where the audience uh, left a arnold and where where they you know within that uh, time run it could either be 20 years or rem- well, nearly 20 year over 20 years removed or you know a couple of 11 years removed i mean as i don't know i mean is it a wise way to go it's basically saying you know we're going to can we completely continue off from where where we left off? Um, yeah, I mean we've we've talked about this one before, haven't we? It's like if they're going to pick up exactly where it left off, then um, there's going to have to be some kind of uh, recapping, 
involved a lot um, of recapping you know, like five seasons worth of recapping <laughs> yeah i mean it's like there's a there's a there's a you know there's been quite a substantial gap between uh when the series and the the the, the original film finished and where we are now and you know obviously a lot of the the original fans have grown up there's a whole new fan base that need introducing um so the film is going to have to be uh, a brilliant film in its own right or it's going to have to be very well written in its own right uh, without relying too heavily on all of the stuff beforehand because obviously only a, a certain amount of audience members are going to get certain references and things so it's going to have to have a good writing team on board um, and obviously they're going to have to cast some new actors uh, not all of them because uh, some of them obviously are, are, you know, it doesn't matter whether they've grown up or not because their voices are sort of more caricatured. Whereas the actors that were young, sort of uh, young children and young adults at the time, you know, have obviously now grown up, uh, voices have broken. Um, so they're going to have to do uh, a bit of a bit of hunting around. They're going to have to start auditioning and well, finding not necessarily, people who... I don't think necessarily going to be hunting around. I think there's still going to be some actors there that can still do what they need to do. Obviously, there is going to need to be some sensible uh, recasting of people. However, mm. uh, with saying that, I mean, you could, you know, the... Uh, uh, you could bring still bring back the original characters of the show. I mean, uh, you know, Frances- Francesca Marie Smith, I still think, still could have uh, a part to play in this. Obviously, they're going to have to recast Arnold. Arnold is going to have to be recast as a as a child actor. Yeah. Because, you know, the as we all know from what Craig Butler has said on uh, numerous occasions, even including uh, in, the, in the previous interview, he says that Arnold has a childlike... Um, you know, representation of him uh, of of the character, and you're gonna need to have a child in order to reflect this. So I really doubt we're gonna see Torin Cordell uh come back and you know with his big thick beard and say you know uh, say some <laughs> yeah, of the lines yeah, I've that seen he used to say before. Well. Yeah, pretty, uh, he's uh, he's quite a stunner. <laughs> yeah, and I have to say, it's like it's uh, yeah, it's a pretty impressive bid, I must say. And I think uh, Matthew Torbit, who uh, you know we we got on the show previously, I think uh, he's going to be looking pretty envious at the moment. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, so yeah, but I mean, the, obviously they'll, I'm sure they'll be able to find some really good sound alikes. But the the key is that they have to be able to play it as good as the original cast did. It has to be done truthfully. It can't just be stupid voiceovers like we've talked about with some of the modern day cartoons where it's just kids reading from a script. You know, they have to be able to act. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. This I, is not going to be like, uh, you know, I'm not sure if you've seen The Christmas Tree. That, that, that's, that's, a, that's a horribly acted film. Uh, you know, on top of everything else, that is, uh, and also uh, there's definitely, you know, cartoons that had like terrible, terrible voice acting. Yeah, obviously mm. it can't, it can't be like that. It's going to have to, and I doubt Craig Ballard is going to allow, allow that to happen. I think he's going to, I think he's going to have a, a lot of say in in what goes on here. And I think he is going to have, have a lot of say because there are a couple of things that, that I really do want to point out in this uh, in this article. So uh, anyway, shall shall I read on? Yeah, yeah, um, Okay, with the revival of Arnold, uh, Nickelodeon is formalizing a quest to build its part of its future by uh, tilling its past. Uh, the network uh, has named Chris uh, Viscardi, uh, a co-creator of the classic Nickelodeon series The Adventures of Pete and Pete, as its senior vice president of content development for the franchise properties, uh, a new role, while Viscardi will oversee creator strategies for key content like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, SpongeBob SquarePants, 
and Dora the Explorer. We will also mine the network's vast library of original series to develop new shows for modern audiences. So the Nickelodeon game plan right now is not only to um, balance off the new shows, but you're also going to bring back some of the old ones as well. And I, I don't know. I think that's something they definitely should have done, and they definitely should do. Uh, because I mean, you've got the familiarity of the Nickelodeon products, and then you've got to build up the new shows as well. You know, in, in some instances, Nickelodeon has somewhat failed to do that. They have relied on two things to. Uh, they, they've relied mainly on SpongeBob SquarePants for many a year until they decided to bring back bring back in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which has really now made them take 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 off. And now is uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. There is now an alternative to SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's like. The, but uh, you know they are. That's what really they should should be doing as uh, not just as a programming model, but as a business model. You take the old and the familiar. You take you bring in that uh, that audience, and also you, you garnish it with the new shows, and you give people something you know new to be excited about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean it's 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 taking something that uh, you know that has been previously successful and updating it for uh, the new audiences whilst trying to keep uh, the, the sort of the, the flavors, the essence of what made it great in the first place. Um, you know, because if we change it, if it's a step too far removed, then, you know, you could potentially lose out everybody, you know. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, how, how long has, has SpongeBob been sort of the only real talked about Dumb thing for Nickelodeon when they've been, when you know they've had this plethora of great work. Yeah, no, it's like it makes you wonder what was Nickelodeon life like before SpongeBob SquarePants. Many kids have probably never known it. It's like yeah, you know, exactly, we're, we're, yeah. the the nineties is probably you know uh, as us as like twenty to thirty year olds. We're probably the only ones who probably knew life before SpongeBob SquarePants at Nickelodeon, <laughs> Nickelodeon Channel. Sure, like yeah, I mean, yeah, and a lot of those shows of course, weren't just on Nickelodeon. Like when we used to have CITV, um, you know, kids television on, um, on terrestrial telly before everybody had Freeview and Sky and whatnot. Um, you know, a lot of the programs that were done on Nickelodeon were put on CITV, CBBC, Channel 4, things like that, you know. So, it, it, it you know, people wanted it. It was a sought-after televisual commodity um but yeah like you say when we get to the point now there are youngsters who you know that may as well just be the spongebob squarepants channel it might um, it might as well it might as well just be called spongebob squarepants tv so I yeah it but is. still it, it's it's great in the sense that you know if they're prepared to dust off these old things and bring them back out then you know it, 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 there's a chance that it could rekindle something that it you know that, that previously we thought it may have lost altogether. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, uh, it's been lagging. Nickelodeon has been lagging behind. I mean, if you look at uh, what uh, Cartoon Network's doing with Adult Swim, I mean, obviously they're doing all sorts of things. Rick and Morty has been a has uh, been a huge success for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you look at uh, the Disney Channel. What, what can we not say bad about the Disney Channel? Except, uh, well, I know there's one thing bad thing we can say about Disney in a in a minute. But uh, I mean, if you look at all the stuff they've been doing with Pixar over the years, if you look at all the stuff they've been doing on. Uh, 
the Disney Channel, you know, when it's not, you know, uh, the, the stereotypical, uh, you know, sitcoms, you know, rom-coms, I mean, teenage stuff, you know, everything like that. When they, you know, when they did Phoebus and Herb and they did all these other shows, you know, Fillmore, they've they've done as well you know, over the years. I mean, they've done these, they have done these great shows. Pepper Ann is another one. I mean, it's, uh, at least, you know, if Disney had, you know, problems with some of the other shows that they were doing, they always had those cornerstones to fall back on and, it, and when that cornerstone went away they had another one to go back to and yeah. Disney's had that uh, luxury for a, a good couple of years now and uh, you know along with all the the Disney pictures they've done and Frozen's been a huge success for them as well I'm really surprised when I, I mean you know, I know I know there's going to be a, a Rapunzel or a Tangled series or whatever you know coming up so I'm surprised they haven't done more yeah, with yeah. Frozen as of yet because obviously that's been a big success for them whether it's been good or not but Nickelodeon has been sort of left in the dust in all of this and now I'm just having to play catch up and so it's uh, this is this is where they can they can definitely come back by bringing back some of these old shows so uh, yes that does mean that Nickelodeon potentially could revive old series like Ren and Stimpy Rocco's Modern Life and the Wild Thornberries uh, mm-hmm. though the network's executives declined to discuss specifics of projects other than Hey Arnold which you know that in itself is actually really really warms my heart because you know um, out of all the Nicktoons you would think we're flagship. You know, i got to be honest with you, um, when it comes to 1993 and, like, you know, onwards, you know, your go-to Nicktoons definitely were uh, Hey Arnold, uh, sorry, not Hey, you did, before Hey Arnold, it was obviously Rugrats, it was uh, Doug, it was uh, a few other ones as well. I mean, there was uh, Ren and Stimpy, as uh, uh, is also one of them, and uh, you know you had all these um, Nicktoons already there, and then hey Arnold came onto the scene for Nickelodeon to say, okay, out of all the old material that we're, that we've got, all the, you know the old school material that we've got, we're going to use hey Arnold as our flagship. It's like you know yeah. that as the as the one that parts the Red Sea. It's like as I said to Ajaya over over Facebook. It's like you know that 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 is definitely saying something. They definitely you know they they have this. Uh, idea to bring back all this old content and they want hey arnold on the forefront as the first thing that they're going to do and they're going to want they seem to want to use that to kind of cast the other ships along with everything else which is great i Mm. think you know yeah well it's you know it's a great it's a great place to start i suppose it's the best way to look at it the best storytelling any cartoon show the uh, the emotion of any cartoon show it wasn't just something that made you laugh it made you think it did uh, all these other things as well it introduced a a huge world so what a great yeah what a great place to start and could potentially keep going along as well i mean obviously we're gonna see um these other nicktoons come back again and uh, you know we'll see how it all all plays out from there. But so uh, you know what a great way to start. You know with 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 Arnold, and this could even not even just start with this. This could, this could go on, you know, for a good couple of years. You know, yeah, yeah. Correctly. It, a lot of uh, since they've made this announcement, you know, I've seen a lot of people uh, posting it and reposting it and posting pictures of the characters and like like you say, there was the the picture of. Uh, uh, what's his name? Arnold's voice actor, uh, Toran Cordell. Yeah, the picture of him with his beard and stuff. So you know, it's be people have made memes of it already. So you know, there's there's definitely people eager and waiting. And uh, yeah, like we say, it's a great place to start the uh, the re the rebirth the the Lazarus effect, the Nickelodeon Lazarus effect. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, and just think of all the great stuff that can now be incorporated into those shows. Okay, so I mean, reading on to this uh, 
further through this article. Uh, kids who grew up on these uh, characters are now at the age of where they are having kids and families themselves. That's the, uh, the opinion of Russell Hicks, uh, the president and content development and production for Nickelodeon Group. Uh, he said uh, further in this interview, our library has come to fruition and it's time to start. Uh, it's time for it to start coming back to life. Hicks and Viscardi say that they're not trying to bring older millennials back to the network, though they recognise developing new versions of Nick classics might, might create some family op- viewing opportunities which again I think is a mistake I think uh, you know one of your uh, you know okay you don't have to I know we go run into these problems of you know you try to please everybody but then you end up pleasing nobody why can you not say uh, you know you're going to create like a str- let's say for example you create like a streaming service or you know a video on demand and you put out all this uh, you know old material for uh, the the millennials to uh, you know rediscover their childhoods and stuff. Like, how many people on the internet are going to say, you know, oh hey, I've just seen a you know a a, a video on demand subscription for uh, you know all the all the episodes of Our Real Monsters? I'll pay for that. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like uh, there is a great money making opportunity, I believe, by making video on demand for. Uh, these cartoon shows and you know all this old uh, library archive of, of stuff kind of like you know what the uh, the WWE does with the WWE network kind of I guess same way that I guess the NFL does with the NFL network I mean why not create a Nickelodeon streaming network which says hey you know remember all these old cartoon shows which you really enjoy well now here they are on demand you can watch them whenever you want and all you have to do is basically pay five pounds a month yeah yeah I'm sure I mean Again, I, I think if it, if it were me, because I'm I I don't tend to stream things a lot myself. Um, I think it would be good. I mean, they may they, you know, they may have already done this. It would be good if they had sort of like special edition DVD box sets or Blu-ray box sets. I mean, I, I'm I'm assuming they've probably got the DVDs out there already. The, D- um, the DVDs but- are being released by Shout Factory. I mean, that's one, that's one thing that's uh, currently being done at the moment. But uh, in regards to, like, you know, digital restoration or, like, a Blu-ray release, it's kind of like what uh, Disney has done with their classic films, like, you know, Little Mermaid Pinocchio and, uh, you know, uh, this, that, and the other. But uh, the one thing, uh, that's one thing Nickelodeon hasn't tapped into yet and probably are afraid to tap into because, you know, you can now get HD streaming uh, on, you know, online. You know, you can just look it up on, on, on the internet and, you know, pay your uh, your your rental fee or whatever, or mm. download it to your games console or anything like that. So, I can understand why some pe- why some uh, executives would look at that and say, well, that's starting to look like a dying market compared to, you know, me- people downloading it onto their satellite boxes and watching it from there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, mind you, I I I'm just a, I'm just a nerd with these things. I prefer doing <laughs> things on Blu-ray, so it's yeah. like you know I I I have a Blu-ray collect, I have a collection of Blu-rays. You know that's that's no problem for me. Yeah, so. I mean I've not got that many um, Blu-rays. In fact, I I don't think I have any. Um, I I think I bought so many DVDs that if I then have to start buying them all again on blu-ray like i'm sure the transition will come at some point i think it, uh, but then i suppose for people like yourself who would rather go for the blu-ray option then you know it would be good if we had uh lots of those available for purchase as well yeah i mean who, who knows yeah um okay so um I'm just having a look through. So we're going to find other opportunities. Uh, the tweak video, sorry, the tweak shows are being readied uh, for the current audience we have, uh, according to Higgs. So you have to remember, people who are going to watch really don't have a re- recollection of Hey Arnold. Uh, he added, uh, you have to make it uh, relevant to them, but also not to the audience uh, that is going to be interested. So basically, the 
um, for what we seem to be getting here is uh, is an indication that uh, what we're going to get with this Hey Arnold movie is going to be a, basically a family orientated product. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, yeah, you were saying before about you, when you try and uh, please everyone, you please nobody. But I think I, I kind of I, I see where they're coming from with that with the the family um, with the family aspect because yeah, I mean, obviously. Um, it's from our generation and obviously our generation or certainly a lot of my friends are all now starting to have kids and families of their own um, but again I think it should it shouldn't just rely on the the grown up fans it should be appealing for um, you know for old and new generations um, so so yeah, so that, but the, that's the great the great thing about it is is that uh, you know if you by by saying that you know aiming it at the family you know it's like you know look at the Simpsons I mean that's been a family orientated product for years and that's been going since the eighties it's like you know it's still with us now you know uh, rightly or wrongly but uh, I mean so there'd be no harm in that at all I mean you could uh, you could you could make it relatable to uh, not only to uh, you know the older generation but to the younger generation as well which mm. you know obviously then it's uh, you wonder how you're going to then mold it together like we're talking like in the in the, in the in the first instance where you have you know you're going to have to create a film where you're going to have to reintroduce all the characters uh, reintroduce the setup uh, then bring in the uh, the the whole you know the jungle movie aspect to it and then bring in the conclusion you're talking about you know you know movies are supposed to be done in a three act structure I mean how many how many acts have I just I mean how many act structures have I just put in there now <laughs> potentially four or five it's mm-hmm. like you know so uh, there's going to be some work that's going to need to be done in order to uh, to, uh, to circumvent that you yeah. know and, and not not have it in that situation. Uh, Viscardi has uh, has some chops, uh, uh, according to uh, Variety. Uh, he was the uh, writer on the 20th Century Fox 2007 reboot of Alvin and the Chipmunks. Um, guys, Alvin and the Chipmunks was not a good film. No, it wasn't at all. <laughs> yeah, I just maybe nor was, you know, nor was the sequel. I would prefer to uh, if when it comes to Chris uh, Viscardi. I mean, you have uh, great shows like you know Doug, Ren and Stimpy, Kablam. Kablam went for like you know four years. It's like you know, okay, they're not mo- they're not TV movies, but you know, where uh, they are, uh, you know, I got to admit that you know, uh, one thing that uh, you know, Christopher Scardi, I'm sure he's a really nice guy. You know, I'm sure Craig Barlow trusts him with uh, with what he's doing. But uh, I mean, here's some of the films that he's uh, currently you know associated. He's been associated with over the years. In 2000, he did Snow Day. Um, and yeah. in 2007, he did Alvin and the Chipmunks. In 2008, you know, to be fair, he did Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging, which uh, apparently was a really good film. And also, he, his recent f- uh, thing that he did was uh, Tales of Despero, which uh, wasn't was a bit half and half with audience and didn't really make that much uh, in box office. Uh, so. yeah, Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. Uh, I've watched it. It's it's a little bit tart. Like I. I don't know. Like it's on film four every now and again, and I don't know. It, it wasn't all that good to me. I think they should have stuck to the uh, again stuck to the book that yeah. it was uh, based off. But uh, 
that maybe could go down to the directorial or the production company's decision on that one. But who, um, who knows? But uh, he was the writer on that, and apparently it did rather well in uh, in regards to reviews. So uh, I mean that you can't fault him for that. But uh, you know, let's let's uh, let's focus on the positives that he's done. He's done. Uh, he did the Inside Out Boy uh, um, shorts, which were great. They were between you know 1990 1992, and also he's done. Uh, he's also done Sanjay and Craig, which uh, you know is. Uh, you know, a like it or hate it kind of show at the moment, I guess, so depending on how you feel about it. But, you know, again, he did Doug, he did Ren and Stimpy, he did Kablam, you know, he did all these other, he did, he did Adventures of Pete and Pete, like he was mentioned before. I mean, yeah. I would say highlight those things rather than, you know, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, Dave, I'm uh, go- going to reboot us oh. in a really modern day. Alvin! <laughs> <laughs> don't yeah please don't <laughs> don't do it don't do okay, it so executives uh, said that they're not cutting back on new projects uh, as they seize opportunities to reboot the classics which it makes sense because you know well, why why would you say always oh, going to bring the old stuff back but not introduce anything new which is going to carry on into the you know the next 10 20 years of your or 25 years of your of your uh, of your product so it's like you know again we, we it makes perfect sense to do that oh yeah uh, yeah Nickelodeon has said has more than 13 new animated projects in production and over th- according to this over 40 things in development well also over 40 things that's, mm. that, that's something uh, and also there is a robust pipeline of uh, new fresh products so there's definitely going to be something new in the works which uh, which is great um, Nickelodeon em- emphasis on uh, ringing uh, the, a new value out of its uh, library coming out comes out as the network and uh, counterpart Nick Jr. have gained ratings over the most re- recent quarter. And uh, I mean, is it just me? Like, uh, do you think Nick Jr. is only doing so well because you know people are starting to have kids again? Who so. uh, could be? I mean, yeah, I, I say that like you know, oh, we've had this like quiet period. I mean, didn't birth <laughs> rates drop at one point? You know, a couple of years ago. I'm not too if sure. I, if I remember I, so far, there's, there's like, a lot. There's a lot of people around, so yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I I'm, I'm I I don't know. I've not got the data. You'd have to get me yeah, some data. Well, well I I I don't have the data for the US, Canada, or the United Kingdom. So uh, I mean, hey, that could be a discussion for Thursday. If you know, if we, uh, if, we if we do that show. Um, but in recent weeks, according to the data from the Ben Stern research analyst uh, Todd Younger, uh, an emphasis on a new original programming has helped some of uh, the ne- network gain its rating share at the expense of its rivals. So basically, do new stuff. So uh, and uh, the spirit of the older shows will be kept in their new incarnations. As a Viscardi, he praised the uh, very. Um, irreverent and surreal and wonderful uh, qualities found in some of the most popular Nick efforts. Uh, some, ser- some series embrace uh, more of a punk rock attitude, uh, while the others were sweeter. Uh, Scotty said that uh, it is not uh, considering just animation. He's open to uh, reviving some of Nickelodeon's classic live-action scenes, uh, which over the years has included uh, You Can't Do That on Television, Clarissa Explains It All, and uh, also, uh, I think Salute Your Shorts was also another one as well, which uh, I think... Uh, well, that's, I don't think that's going to be be back anytime soon. But uh, actually, actually, one thing that's what she points out in the article. Did you know uh, uh, Melissa Joan Hart, who played uh, Sabrina and uh, Clarissa, uh, she actually wrote a book uh, saying uh, things I can't explain, which uh, chronicles her life as a young adult. Oh right, no, I didn't know that. No, no, I think I'm actually interested in reading that actually. So I'll have to see if I can keep my eye on it. So. Uh, uh, the network is likely to uh, give a uh, first look to properties Nickelodeon already controls, but Hicks and Viscardi said that they remain open to considering content that ran on the network that is now owned by someone else. Uh, for example, 
And I don't think this is a good example. Doug, uh, the animated series that's about a preteen kid and his friends that aired on Nickelodeon in the 1990s, for example, is now controlled by Walt Disney, but Viscardi said executives see the series as part of Nickelodeon history. Um, I mean, given the fact that, I've got to be honest with you, Nickelodeon has the, the, the glory days of Doug, and then, you know, I've got to be honest, Walt Disney got, like, the afterbirth. Yeah, of, yeah, of, yeah. of, of exactly. dog. It's like you they know, tried to make something of it. Yeah, they tried to make something of it, and uh, you know, it was it was so awful. Like you know, just to, just to watch it, you know, he looked very different from what he originally looked like on Nickelodeon when he went to Walt Disney, and then they bring all these other characters. They change people around. So, for example, you know, you had uh, um, uh, uh, Roger Klotz, who was uh, the uh, who was like poor and everything like that, and all of a sudden he became a millionaire. And then all of a sudden you had like you know Mr. Dink's wife becoming the mayor or something like that, which happened in the Nickelodeon show but wasn't actually shown. And then you had people just kind of coming in as new characters you know you had uh, you changed it all around quite a lot of it but it did rub a lot of people the wrong way and mm. so even even billy west who was the one who was the original doug can't even says he can't watch the show no, so he's like well, you know do you really at, at that point where it started to become so you know so rancid under under walt disney is it really something you want to kind of say okay well let's give this back to nickelodeon and you know maybe maybe i'm wrong maybe if they give it back to Nickel- maybe nickelodeon does bring it back again maybe it will be great but i don't know when it started to start losing its edge you know when disney got the got the rights i mean can you really see it coming back in any sort of glory really Mm, yeah it's well like you say perfect example there of how it can all go (laughs) how it can all go horribly wrong um but again that's just if it's if it's taken by the wrong people or taken in the wrong direction um you know change is a good thing um but like like i said earlier on if it's a step too far if it's yeah a step too far removed then you know, it's not embodying the thing that made it great in the first place, and that's you know that's when the wheels can come off it. Case in point, Doug at Disney. <laughs> yeah, I know, actually, do you remember um, one thing? Also reminded me of. Do you remember Roland Rat? Uh, Roland Rat. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he was yeah. on. You know, he was on the BBC. And what was his main thing? That he was uh, living in a sewer. You know, he was underappreciated. You know, he thought bigger of himself. And you know, he always thought he was a big star, despite the fact that he had his, uh, you know, had his shortcomings. And the BBC didn't really take him seriously. And then you know, you know that that was what made Roland Rat really big because you know he was just this really silly character who you know had this massive ego, but yet people kind of you know knew that he wasn't what he says he was. He was like Del Boy. In, uh, yeah, yeah. in in only for only fools and horses, and then what did they then what did they do? ITV brought him over, and basically they took him from they took everything that was so funny about him, and basically they gave him everything that he wanted, and he stopped being funny. Yeah, and, you when, know, he, when he became a star. When he became the star, yeah, of ITV. You know, when he was like, you know, when they played off the fact that, you know, he was underappreciated at the BBC and then he went, then, you know, like everyone found that really funny and really entertaining. And then ITV came along, gave him everything that he ever wanted, and then he just stopped being funny. It's just mm-hmm. like, you know, the joke had already, you know, they, they'd, they'd ruined the joke. Yeah, exactly. And. Yeah, yeah. It, it lost, it, it loses a lot of its original charm. Yeah, it does. 
Okay, uh, not everything is going uh, to get a new day in the sun, uh, according to this. So we are very selective about the series. Uh, what do we go back to? Uh, I can think about how we can take them and make them special, said Visgardi. It's really important to us that we really consistent with the storytelling and that there is a long ago on the series, long ago on the series, but also work to reimagine it, just even just a little bit and make it appealing and thrilling for today's audience. In a different case, Nickelodeon is just letting the old stuff out uh, for another airing. The company recently launched uh, The Splat, uh, a primetime and overnight block of classic programming on a Teen Nick uh, cable network. Or as we call it in the UK, just normal programming. Because yeah. we, we just get we get the old stuff anyway during the night. So, uh, you know, it was... Uh, yeah, which I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised the Nickelodeon America just didn't... You know, every time, you know, like really late at night, I'm really surprised they didn't do that in the first place. It's like, you know, when they said that there was going to be the 90s of all that, and I like, started bringing it up big time, I thought, yeah, okay, then, you know, uh, why weren't you doing that already? It's yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Uh, TV shows are not only content being considered. Uh, Nickelodeon is trying uh, anything ranging from uh, digital shorts to projects uh, with Viacom's Paramount Pictures. Uh, the executives say that their focus is, uh, was guided on Nick's library of content by chatter about the old shows and social media and some happenstance. Uh, Craig Barlett, the creator of Hey Arnold, uh, was uh, pitching a different idea and started talking to Nick executives about the way the characters from the old series continue to gain mentions on online forums, citing fan art, fan fiction and short films on YouTube. And, you know, it's like that, that was what, you know, Hey Arnold did, you know, that the fans... And had going for them the fact that they had the most probably the most creative uh, artists, the creative uh, storytellers, the uh, you know the, some of the most creative animators uh, for you know in, in the fan base. You know that that I believe was uh, was a great was a great thing, and which uh, I think helped uh, Hey Arnold all the way of and keep keep it fresh in people's minds. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, Bala will be writer and executive producer of the new Arnold move, a movie, and Nickelodeon is reaching out to other creators of older, older shows, uh, hoping to work with them or perhaps uh, partner with them with the younger creatives who grew up on their programs. And that's one thing that, men that uh, Craig Butler mentioned on the last show, the fact that, uh, you know, this is one thing that uh, when he said is definitely a done deal because, you know, he, w he went into that office and he saw that there's a lot of young people there who grew up on this stuff. And so they have the idea of, uh, you know, what, uh, what motivates a character, what, um, you know, how, how to story tell with this character, how to feel about, you know, the, the these characters in. So, you know, the uh, I think with Grey Barlett and, and that crew, I think, you know, hey, Arnold's in good hands. Yeah, sure. And like you said, that there's, there's probably going to be a lot of people there who, as I say, grew up watching Hey Arnold. They now work there, so... Hopefully they'll have the, the sort of the character and the show's best intentions at heart and know how to kind of best handle the story. Yeah. Um, according to uh, them talking about their other programs, so we are currently in discussions with them right now and we'll probably have more to say uh, in the next couple of months. Uh, likely, there's a lot, good likelihood that we'll be doing more than just Arnold in terms of doing specials. So apparently we might be seeing some other specials as well along with, uh, uh, along with Hey Arnold. So... Uh, yeah, and that's uh, that's the Variety article, and so, I mean, the fact that we've now got this film is uh, astounding in itself, and uh, so I mean, well, I mean we're, let's talk about this. Let's talk about the structure of what this is. What this is going to end up being. I mean, Craybell has already said that he's going to start from scratch. So the um, the idea that uh, you know he's going to start, he's going to bring in this new script, it's going to have to reintroduce the characters. It's going to have to uh, do 
all of it's gonna it's gonna have to do all of this stuff to not only uh you know uh carry on from where it end off ended off but remind people of where it ended off i mean is it uh, i mean how can we can that be done within an hour well, and an hour and a half you know if that's what we're going to say for a tv movie yeah, I mean the main the main things that they'll need to cover is uh, kind of doing a recap of the characters and their relationships. A lot of that can be done in you know sort of like an establishing montage sequence. Um, you know, kind of you know, like, mo- movies can do that. They can sort of sum up everybody's relationships and friendships, whatever, quite quickly. Um, that's not so much an issue. Um, they'll have to do something with regards to uh, his parents, like the handling of his parents and that story. That'll probably be a bit more time-consuming, not massively, but a little bit more. Um, and then, of course, the whole thing of Helga being in love with him—you know—they can treat that the same as they would treat any episode of Hey Arnold. You know, they have her being indifferent towards him and then having a moment where she sneaks off by herself and has her whole romantic flutter and of course they can incorporate that into the fact that the you know the one and only time she's ever showed her true feelings for him was in the last movie and that she's still kind of waiting so again a lot of a lot of these things can be handled quite quickly i think again what what i say is that they have to make sure that they're in keeping with the Arnold that left us all those years ago. As long as it kind of picks up where that left off, then I think we'll be we'll be fine. I'm sure. I think what will be interesting, I think, uh, will be what do they you know when they say so when they when they say that this film is going to tie up a lot of loose ends and uh, you know uh, end the cliffhanger. I mean, what loose ends are they talking about? You know, obviously they're talking about you know the relationships between Arnold and Helga. Obviously they're talking about the relate the uh, the the missing parents. But you know, are they also talking about possibly you know Pigeon Man? You know where he went off to after he, no, he left. No, I, I mean, I, are they possibly talking about you know maybe uh, did Stoop Kid finally you know do something, you know no, uh, no. something out of that or something or other? You know, it's like uh, there's uh, there is also Mr. Smith. I mean, obviously he disappeared after season one. Is he going to come back? I mean, that's uh, that, that that's a that's food for thought as well. So you know, it's like there's a lot of uh, you know when there's all that loose ends, even Brainy. It's like you know, and his and his relationship uh, relationship with Helga is that. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming that if Grey Butler says that uh, Brainy knows about Arnold, uh, sorry Helga and loving Arnold. But uh, I mean, where does he get in regards to you know in his you know uh, feelings towards Helga? How does that get resolved? So there's a, there's a lot to go on here. So uh. yeah, I mean, I, I, again with with that last one, I mean they could use that as as a device within the movie to kind of like you know maybe get her to make up her mind maybe he does something quite noble maybe he sort of um you know he 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 might be the one who makes her sort of make that decision um but with regards to the other things like the characters like you say the stoop kid the pigeon man mr smith um i can't imagine that they would try and shoehorn that into the movie because a lot of those things don't really need tying up like they they just existed within those singular episodes so i don't think they're going to go to the point of trying to sort of tie up the loose ends of everyone throughout the the series that we had i think it's going to be mainly the the loose ends with regards to 
Arnold's parents, Helga and Arnold's relationship, perhaps some of the other relationships between the other characters, um, you know. But uh, yeah, apart from that, there's not all that much hanging. You know, there's not there's not all that much else hanging in the balance. But yeah, that's good. They don't want too much going on plot wise, otherwise it's going to get quite convoluted. I think those things, you know, and don't forget it's Hey Arnold, so it's more about the Arnold stories, and that's you know again. Yeah. But I, I imagine if they end up in a situation where you know, obviously they're going to tell the uh, they're going to there's going to be the script, and they're going to they're going to greenlight it. But imagine if that script ends up being okay. Well, you know, we've got this first movie, and there's a lot of story to tell, but we're going to have to do a second movie in order to basically tell the rest of it. So no, that, that, I, that would that would be interesting. If yeah, that was but I I I can't imagine that they'll be you know i i think that as much as it's going to be great for them to sort of you know bring it back and you know there's going to be a lot of things there that the that the original fans are going to like i'm sure there's going to be lots of things that the new fans are going to like but you know they they, they don't want to they don't want to over egg the pudding you yeah know, they don't they don't want to sort of do too much i think that they can quite happily get everything sorted that they need to in the space of one film um you know other things can be left up to the audience uh, to decide but then of course there's the possibility of will this film then lead on to a, a new series you know who knows i think you know well the fact that they want to reintroduce the hey arnold the, the hey arnold world it's like you know to reintroduce it for just you know one for one tv movie it's like, you know, for me, it would be like, you know, well, why stop there? You know, obviously there would be, I mean, I mean if, even if they, one thing they would probably do is like, it really depends on how the TV movie plays out. If they play it safe, where basically, you know, it's like, let's say, for example, you know, Arnold meets parents, and but it ends up being some kind of meeting where it does not affect the series. And so basically you, you end up introducing what happens in the film and then you know you move it away and then you make it where nothing has changed which you know would be a very risky thing to do because obviously you risk the movie then being you know kind of like a waste of time but uh, you know so i mean if they go in if they do another series then the movie may have to go in that direction unless they have a interest in completely changing uh you know certain aspects of hey arnold so for example then you know let's say for example arnold does find his parents and the parents become regular characters of the show you know in in the new series that's going to have a dramatic change because now you don't have uh arnold going to grandma and grandpa for possibly going for advice you have him going to you know to his mom to his mom and dad you know because obviously they're the main they're the main people now back in his life so the the those dynamics kind of change. You know, maybe that's one thing they'll probably do. If they do think of, you know, let's bring Hey Arnold back, but instead of having grandma and grandpa, we're gonna have the parents and obviously they're gonna be wacky and they, you know, obviously they'll, you know, retire off to a Casa Paradiso or wherever. And uh, you know, but uh, then you have um and then you introduce new characters into the film and then you really you bring they you bring them back into the uh, the Hey Arnold series. So like, you know, it's uh 
I, I don't know really. Like if they're if they're going in with the intent of not bringing uh, in a Hay Arnold, another you know a sixth season, if you will, of Hay Arnold, then I think they're going to have to basically say, okay, well, this is going to be the film that end. You know, this is going to be the final film, and this is going to end everything. And obviously, you can then then you have that freedom to go, okay, we're going to go full on out. You know, there's going to be you know near death scenes. There's going to be um, there's going to be life changing experiences that Arnold's going to go through. He's not going to be the same kid coming uh, coming back then when he came in. He's gonna, you know, obviously there's gonna be the characters are gonna, the characters will evolve, I think in the uh, in the Hey Arnold film if they say, you know, obviously we're not gonna do any, we're gonna do anything more from Hey Arnold, you know, besides this film. But if they decide, you know, if they are gonna have a series, there's gonna be life after the Hey Arnold TV movie. That's gonna be interesting because you know that that it makes you wonder if they're going to then decide, you know, is that gonna restrict the creative uh, process and is that gonna now make it into a fact where okay, you can get away with these things, but in in regards to the continuity for the sixth season, you can't do this and you can't do that, and you've got to be careful how you go about it. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. If it's if it's a case that the uh, that it's gonna be sort of designed to go on to let's say become a, a series then yeah there's, there's certain things that they can and cannot do um or things that they should and shouldn't do rather um i mean but- for example i mean sorry i mean i just i just had a thought like imagine if uh, you know arnold admitted to helga that he was in love with her and you know you're now gonna have to go through that sixth season where you're gonna have to come up with uh, you know the, the relationship Sorry, the relationship now is going to change between Arnold between the two main characters of the show. It's no longer going to be this, you know, Arnold's, you know, Helga secretly love with Arnold, and you know, it's uh, and Arnold just thinks that you know she's like weird and stuff or whatever, and still still thinks she's a good person. You are now you uh, you come off hey Arnold, you come off hey Arnold uh, TV movie with them as a as a as a couple romantically involved with each other. So mm. now you're going to have to basically find jokes within that. Now, if uh, they find that too difficult, they're not going to do that. They're going to say, "Okay, well, Arnold kind of admits that, so you know, she kind of he kind of likes or loves Helga or whatever." And then they decide, you know, well, you know, are they going to oh, are they going to have another cop out again, like they did in Hey Arnold the movie, where they say, "Okay, well, we kind of you know things got a bit crazy back there, and you know, uh, or whatever, and uh, we're going to pretend that never happened." I mean, do Hey Arnold fans really want to go through that again? Yeah, well, I, I, I mean, I, th- I think that, um, yeah, there is, if, if they're talking about the, the tying up of loose ends in this TV movie, then, yeah, there are going to be certain paths that they go down that, yeah, they're, they're going to cross certain points of no return. Um, if they then decide to carry it on into a series, it's then a case of, right, well, how do we handle this? Um, do we go down the route, as I think we've said before, of you know the sort of the all grown up route, where they're no longer kids at school; they're now maybe you know teenagers or young adults, um, you know. And then there's 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 a time lapse there, so things may have changed. They may have in that time lapse kind of come back to square one, or maybe they haven't. Maybe they've carried on their journey from the point where the film ended, and there's now a new dynamic and new relationships going on with the characters. Um, or perhaps they'll just do the one TV movie, do all these things that never got to be done in the Jungle movie, um, and then just leave it there with us, you know, a, a, a definitive end. Um, or they could do a double one, and they... They could do or, the movie and then do a complete new reboot 
or the series they, altogether. Yeah, or they could do. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, rebooting the series after the film is going to be pretty. Is I don't know. It's like it's it's going to leave people confused because obviously you know you've had this family movie where the kids are like, oh yeah, like you know we got we see you know, Arnold and Helga have got together and uh, you know uh, you've got you know Arnold with his parents and stuff like that. Then you have then you have the next series and it reboots. And so basically, you got Arnold back with his grandparents again. The parents are missing, and uh, Helga hates Arnold all of a sudden. Kids are going to be confused by that. Yeah, I don't think you can go that direction. The one thing I thought people might think that this is they might be a bit controversial, but uh, imagine if we ended, uh, you know, Hey Arnold, as we know it, on that on that note, and then you start the series again. But instead of having Arnold and Helga, you have like their kids. Like so, like they're all grown up, and now this is the new generation of like hey arnold kids that you know and so all like arnold helga uh are like you know uh, parents or whatever and then you have uh, like uh, you know harold and gerald and phoebe like they're all like adults now and like they've all had like children with like uh you know uh, and stuff and uh, so now they've all uh you know all the kids they've all had these kids now and they're they, they're the new like uh, fourth graders and they're in like uh, you know so and then they kind of like they kind of like refer back to the old series if they will just for like you know in jokes and stuff but then you create a, a new, an entirely new show of or a new generation of hey arnold with the you know the uh, the offspring of the of the old cast yeah rather like in you know sort of parody parodying uh the real life of the fact that the the young kids who grew up with Hey Arnold when they were kids are now adults, and you know they could they could sort of parody that. It's almost like a sort of beautiful uh, animation to real life parallel going on there. Um, so yeah, I mean that I, that that could potentially work again if they approach it with the same uh, heart and soul that they approached the original series with. Then there's no reason that that couldn't work. Yeah, I mean uh, that, that, I think that that would be. I mean, if, if I wanted to create uh, like a, a a new feeling and a new vibe towards uh, Hey Arnold, I think that's one way you could do it. So you can make it relatable by making the you know the the original cast the uh, you know the adults, and then you could just have, then you could have this new generation of kids, and that's one way you could possibly do it. But if we're gonna go on the uh, if, 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 we're gonna, if if my idea would definitely be you know you have Hey Arnold the jung- you have Hey Arnold the Jungle movie. I mean, this would just be my uh, preference you have that and then you have you know the um you know say them as you know fifth graders and uh, after that and you had you know arnold's parents as regular characters and you had unfortunately you know some people won't like this but maybe grandma and grandpa go off and retire you know because obviously they goes off well, the parents are now back and they can do they they can bring a new aspect to uh, to the to the show and so you know so you can probably you know in the sixth series you can probably get rid of characters which are now starting to become stale and dry and then you could um, then you could bring in other characters which could then bring life into the series and that will give you the opportunity for you know new voice actors to come in and you know re, you know giving uh, you probably put in new characters and obviously put in new borders or whatever that's one thing you could do with it yeah, and I, I was going to uh, say then because we were talking before about uh, in the in the movie, you know, they could do something really big, really bold. Uh, you know, we could perhaps see the passing of one of the grandparents. You know, that would be an interesting thing. You know, and it, and it would... um, I think that will probably. I mean, I could understand from the uh, from the, from the spirit of the show why they probably will want to do that, but uh, I think. Yeah, I, I don't think they probably want to do that. I don't. Oh no, no, think. nobody wants the wants those characters to go because they're such a staple of the the Hey Arnold universe, as it were. But I tell it, you what, if the Games of Thrones deaths 
are causing a massive stir amongst their fan bases. Imagine what Hey Arnold deaths would do. Yeah, Again. God, if if one of the yeah if if one of the grandparents were to to pass away, but I I you know I I think that it would be um, I don't know it would be it would be interesting. It could perhaps maybe be a sort of inciting incident in the story. Maybe the passing of one of the of the grandparents could you know reveal something about his real parents you know and uh, as a sort of dying wish that Arnold can be reunited or maybe it spurs him to to do it I don't know you know and I think it could be handled in a really nice way but then on the same note as you were saying you know it, it perhaps perhaps maybe we we just let let the grandparents live and you know in in the sort of after the movie's finished, when when the fate of the characters is left up to the imagination of the audience member, perhaps something can happen then without it actually needing to happen in the, the time frame of the movie itself. Yeah. Anyway, let's get on with the uh, the second article, which is from the AV Club. This was another one that was shared from Gray Barlett, and uh, he said he actually gave a shout-out to the AV Club. Actually, one thing he did actually mention about, uh, you know, he actually has done in original interviews with the AV Club, and they've been picked up live by, like, the Huffington Post and stuff like that. So, obviously, you know, uh, they uh, the you know AV clubs obviously been a, a go-to for uh, for Craig for uh, once in a time, and so this is what they've had to say: uh, those ninety kids won't stop rejoicing as Variety brings word that Nickelodeon soon after announcing its intent to put some of the most beloved shows uh, from the uh, network past back on the air with its nineteenth-century splat programming block. It's taking the next step and actually reviving uh, said Nicktoons. Uh, first to receive this uh, treatment will be Hey Arnold, uh, which ended on a cliffhanger when uh, the football-headed hero Arnold discovered a map to that uh, seemed to lead uh, to the whereabouts of his missing parents. You know that that that. Did you actually watch the journal? Uh, that that, uh, that ending up that that last uh, finale of the uh, of the Hey Arnold series. No, I don't. Tell you what, if, I did, or if I, if I did, I can't remember. Uh, I'm sure it's up there uh, in in internet world somewhere. If you if you find it, watch it, and uh, then uh, what well, comes to the like the end, get, get to like the ending scene, and then figure out how you know disappointing that cliffhanger is. It's you know I would say if uh, you know if I had a choice between which cliffhanger was worse to hold on to, uh, the Sonic Satam or the Hey Arnold cliffhanger, I would say the Hey Arnold cliffhanger you know beats uh, the Sonic Satam cliffhanger by a mile. It's like, you know, it was... Yeah. Uh, have you actually ever seen the Sonic uh, Satam cliffhanger? Uh, it, no, I haven't. It was again. the bit where Sonic and... Uh, oh, I keep forgetting the uh, the girl, Hedgehog. Uh, they, uh, see, they they discover an ultimate power. They, dis- they declare love for one another and uh, they confess their love and things like that. Dr. Robotnik runs away. And so, you know, he's uh, like he's just escapes and then like the whole of like uh, Mobius is then unroboticized and uh, taken back. And uh, uh, Schnively, who is... Uh, Dr. Robotnik's like assistant and stuff he then becomes he would then become the main villain of the show and uh, but uh, then uh, obviously they cancelled it after that so uh, which uh, was a shame because like you know I would be interested to see how they would have continued with that and also it was obviously the better than the uh, the rancid adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon which came out the same year so yeah uh, yeah way better than that mm. 
Um, anyway, the AV Club spoke with Hey Arnold creator Craig Barlas about the revival. Uh, Barlas says that while the project is in uh, still in its very beginning stages, Nickelodeon just greenlit his script, which will make the decision of whether to actually produce the movie after reading it. He's absolutely involved with the revival and will supervise a team of writers tasked with sculpt- scripting the movie. Now, some people took that and thought, well, wait a minute, if uh, they've not, if they're still um, still deciding over the script, that doesn't mean that they're going to make the movie. Well, how many movies do you know that didn't have a script oh god yeah that's <laughs> that's true it's uh, yeah. it like, this is this is a, this, <laughs> let's, let's keep this in mind this isn't rick and morty the movie this is hey arnold the movie <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah that's, rick and morty uh, works without a script this doesn't it's like yeah, you know this yeah, needs exactly. this needs direction so it's like you know yeah you, yeah, you can't just wing it yeah oh god morty it's like uh, we gotta go into the jungle morty mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah c- c- carry, carry on, carry yeah, on, carry on. Okay, so um, uh, he also confirmed that uh, reports in Variety saying that the movie will pick up from the cliffhanger ending from the series finale, The Journal, and that the movie will produce answers and closure for adult fans who grew up with the series while introducing characters to Nickelodeon's core demographic of six to eleven. So obviously, going back to again, you've got the existing audience, and then you've got the new kids who you're going to get this into. Now, to be honest with you, the fact that Hey Arnold is now, you know, back in on the splat and stuff like that, I mean, I guess one thing they could do to, uh, you know, obviously uh, get them ready for the TV movie is just play the episodes again. I mean, maybe they could be, maybe they, I mean, I know that wouldn't be good, you know, because uh, I remember uh, there's an uh, internet reviewer out there called Jambariki, you know, shout out to him, you know, I hope one day he's going to do my request, which is uh, Recess Schools Out, but, uh, you know, he's an internet reviewer and he says that, you know, he always judges movies by them standing on their own two feet and not relying on the subject matter that it's based on, you know, which is obviously uh, the... Uh, the, the the TV show. So, I mean, one thing that maybe Nickelodeon can do if they're desperate is maybe, you know, obviously garnish it with the you know the reruns of the show. But really, I mean, this is going to have to stand on its own two feet and, uh, you know, be able to exist in that. And I know, Harry, you've told me, you know, we've said, you know, pretty much throughout the show, it can do that. So, uh, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, let's see how they, how they, how creative they do it and see how many people they have to... Because keep this in mind, you know, the, you know, the class of PS118, well, who have we got? We've got uh, Arnold, Helga, Gerald, Harold, Phoebe, Gerald. I mean, obviously, sorry, I've said Gerald once before. You have, mm-hmm. uh, um, you've got... Um, uh, well, Patty's in the sixth grade, so I doubt she would go. I mean, you'd have to reintroduce. So, you know, Olga apparently goes on the trip. You know, if uh, we're going to base it on the original on the original script, which I know is a bit flimsy, but you know, uh, they've also got Arnold's. Uh, you've got Helga's family as well, which I'm sure is going to make some kind of cameo, something like that. You've All got right. Mr. Simmons. You've got yeah, the Pazakis. You've got uh, the boarding. Uh, you got the boarding family that uh, will probably get introduced, reintroduced as well. You know, I don't know if, if I was if I was doing this, I would say that probably the smartest thing they could possibly do is that you introduce the um, all the old characters in the like the first probably couple of minutes of of the of the uh, of the show, and then you just let let the class go to San Lorenzo, and you leave it to that you know the uh, the the class of PS one eighteen that class, Mister Simmons class, just to basically you know do their thing, and you have it done in that way. Uh, I mean, they're, they're going to have Principal Watts go over there as well, I think, if the original script was 
was like that, I wouldn't probably go in that direction. But, uh, I mean, the best thing they could possibly do is that if they want to make it familiar, you know, if they want to bring in the familiar and they want to uh, basically bring in the new, uh, introduce the old in the very beginning of the show, at the very beginning of the, of the TV movie, and then take them out of that out of that environment, take them out of Hillwood, take them out of America, put them in San Lorenzo and introduce them to these new to this new environment and do it that way instead and do that with the main characters of the sh- of, the, of the movie yeah exactly take them out of the comfort zone put them in a situation where you know it, it brings it creates the drama you yeah. know the drama that we need so we're gonna have like i'm hoping that we're gonna have like the river pirates we're gonna have like the green-eyed people we're gonna have uh, <laughs> all these people yeah i know i say this all the time you know but la sombra uh, this uh, the, 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 and yeah, he's obviously he's, he's he may come back for this uh, for this movie if he does. I want Danny Trejo to play him. He, <laughs> he, he yeah. would be brilliant. I mean, didn't I post that? So there was this montage I posted of you know uh, Danny Trejo, like you know he, if he play when he plays a bad guy, he does all sorts of horrendously bad things. But despite the fact of how horrendously bad he gets, he always gets his comeuppance in the end. Mm-hmm. So you know that, that that would be great omen for for Hey Arnold. You know, I I don't know what he's like as I know I know what he's like as an actor. You know, and I've seen I've seen him before, and he is actually you know I do actually enjoy some of his work. I'm hoping that he will. Uh, I'm hoping that he'll be good as a voice actor. You yeah, know, I'm, sure. I'm hoping that he will be able to bring something like that as well. So uh, yeah, that that would be cool to watch. So uh, again, you know, Danny, that's that's going to be the next Facebook campaign. Danny Trejo for the Sombra for the Hey Arnold TV movie. <laughs> yeah. that, that's that's the next that's the next Facebook campaign. Yeah, get on it. Yeah. <laughs> Start it up now. Do a link in the uh, in the Jungle Movie Group. <laughs> okay. Uh, in the same spirit, Bartlett says uh, the new movie will come uh, to a slight redesign of the show's characters, which unfortunately whether people like this or not he's gonna have to do this is not uh you know for four colon three you know square television world anymore this is you know 4k you know television um i mean i mean i don't know if they're broadcasting in 4k i don't think at the moment but uh you know this is like hd you know uh super sound quality you know uh very refined you know, lines in a cartoon show. I mean, you look at shows like Rick, you look at shows like Rick and Morty. You look at shows like Steven Universe. You look at shows like, uh, uh, you know, Adventure Time. You know, and like and they're all in HD. Unfortunately, whether we like it or not, they're going to have. You know, Hey Arnold is going to have to be produced in HD to stick with the standard of broadcast. I really doubt they're going to go that old school to say, well, we're going to do it in, uh, we're going to do it in widescreen, but we're only going to do it in standard format. It's like, you know, yeah. can, can you really imagine them doing that? No, no, not no, at all. Not at yeah, all. Yeah, like, like, like we've said before, you know, technology and televisual uh, technology has moved on so much that, like, yeah, it, it, I mean, it, that, that's going to be great for the show to be able to do these things, you know. And again, as long as, as, long as stylistically it doesn't change too much, obviously it's going to have to adapt slightly, but if it doesn't change too much then, you know, I can't really see a problem with it. If anything, it can help it. On top of that, it's going to be 60 frame rates per second, whether before it was like 24 frames per second, was it, I think, for the mm. original? I mean, so on top of that, the, the how fluid it's going to be is going to change. It It is going to have to be a new design, uh, whether we like it or not, because the uh, the modern you know TV format has changed dramatically over the last 14 to 20 years. So mm. it's like, you know, it's not the... Uh, you know the, the 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 before you know when we had NTSC in the, you know in the America we have PAL here it's like you know those 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 lines now are being uh, 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 are starting to become grey it's starting to become blurred 
So, like, you mm-hmm. know, it's like uh, they are starting, you know, now it's just basically, oh, do you have HD? How many pixels do you get? So, like, mm-hmm. you know, on your television, you know, you got 4K. Oh, that's awesome. It's so like, you know, uh, you know, oh, it's going to come out. You know, and on top of that, this TV movie is probably going to come out on Blu-ray. Yeah. I'm very unlikely that it's going to... Uh, I would just be really surprised if they just said, okay, then well, we're going to put it in standard format and it's going to come out on regular old DVD. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, if you're going to go that old school, put them on VHS. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, doubt, very much doubt that that's the route that will go down. Oh, but, my God. So. Did, did you hear a couple of weeks ago uh, the news from Sony? So I'm sorry to switch gears. I just really want to mention this just really quickly. Uh, do you know they stopped making beta mats tapes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, this year they've stopped making them. Right. Okay. In, so. in 2015, who owns a Betamax player? <laughs> yeah, someone, some, I, I just, uh, yeah, some, somebody very, very old, clearly. Nerd. <laughs> Nerd. Yeah, buddy, did you get a load of the nerd? Yeah. Uh, okay. It's- so. But yeah, of course, there's no call for them anymore, is there? You know, the, the technology has changed in you know so much now that that they are just completely redundant. I mean, the uh, I could, you know, there's probably people who've still got cassette players uh, to play their old sort of home videos and stuff like that. But yeah, in terms of blank cassettes and things like that, or cassettes of movies, like I I think the last film that I got on. VHS cassette I think was the Jackass movie and then not long after that I got it on DVD so you know it's yeah they're yeah yeah, it, it, it is it is going to have to so whether we like it or not unfortunately I know some people are going to be disappointed but it is going to the, the designs you know are going to have to be updated because you know I'm, I'm I'm assuming I mean this is just my opinion but you know you're going to have to adapt to you know a new a lot more colours on, on the screen and you're going to have to adapt to a new sense of style and also it's like you know some people like sort of saying like oh it's all going to be done in Flash what's wrong with Flash? <laughs> like, you know, yeah, well, yeah I exactly. like Flash yeah, no, no wrong with that no there's nothing wrong I mean I've seen Flash done badly I mean obviously you know you can do Flash badly I, I, I totally admit that you know uh, there has been some abominable things done in Flash but that's not Flash's fault like, no you know, it's like, uh, <laughs> no no, don't blame the Flash. <laughs> oh my God! You know, like we did. Nobody blames the lightsaber. Like nobody blames the Flash. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Nobody blames the Flash. Nobody blames the Flash. Uh, that's not the title of the show, by the way. I'm not. I'm not doing that. No. But um, <laughs> nobody blames the Flash. Um, okay. In the same spirit, uh, Bala says that the new movie will come to a. Oh, sorry, sorry. I just said that before. We want to uh, have a new look and a new feel, but to respect the canon of uh, what's what we've done. So, yeah, you know, so pretty much what we've said. Yeah. Uh, it's tricky about balancing act for sure, but it sounds like there's a lot of enthusiasm for the project, both for the network and the writers' room. About adds that he'll try to get uh, the new movie done as soon as we can so uh, that's the release date as soon as we can as soon as we can well that's as good a date as any uh, uh, who is who is the company that said always put their release dates as when it's done um I, I can, can you imagine that as a, a trailer <laughs> when coming, it's done <laughs> it's done yeah <laughs> coming as soon as we finish but there was a company that used to do that i can't remember it, i think it was 3d realms i think when they did their games you know obviously the duke nukem games and stuff i think they always said when it's done i mean for, yeah <laughs> with duke nukem well, forever they've been saying when it's done for like since the 90s when then it came out and it's like oh my god when it's well, done it's not a good yeah. release date yeah well okay. i suppose it, it's a good surprise for people <laughs> like yeah. it's done <laughs> go see it now okay <laughs> 
In the meantime, Nickelodeon execs have been uh, teasing the potential return of not only Nicktoons, but also some of the classic live-action series. Uh, beyond that, the network isn't giving any specifics, but the new Nickelodeon senior VP of uh, content development, uh, who is uh, Christopher Scardi, once again, uh, says that he's been reaching out to other creators of classic Nickelodeon shows to gauge interest. We are in discussions with them now and we'll probably have more to say in the next couple of months, he says. Uh, there's good good likelihood that we'll be doing more than just Arnold in doing terms of specials. So, and we leave it at that. So, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, there's going to be... I mean, obviously, there's very thin detail in regards to the actual movie itself to go on. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be exciting to see, you know, um, um, all, all, you know, uh, it's going to be exciting to see all of the news that's going to come out, uh, you know, in the next couple of months, maybe next couple of, uh, maybe next couple of years, you know, depending on how long it's going to produce. Uh, tell you what, let, let's uh, let's take a wager, and I uh, know we're going to do a bet, but uh, I mean, I'm going to say for a TV movie. I mean, I don't know how long it takes to produce some of these things in regards to TV. I know definitely that The Incredibles right now on Pix for Pixar is going to be 2018, 2019, somewhere on that line. I'm going to say, for a television film, I'm going to probably say maybe 2017, 2018. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. 2017, uh, probably, I would imagine, maybe summer or Halloween time. Oh, Halloween. That would be mm. interesting. I think they should do... I mean, I don't know. Like, the original the original idea was... Uh, I mean, Greg Butler said he always wanted to do Hey Arnold, wanted Hey Arnold the movies were released in the spring. I mean, so... You either got the summer of two thousand. I would say okay. I would say either the summer of 26, 2017 or the spring of twenty eighteen. Okay. So one of those. Well, I somewhere think in summer, that area. Some summer of twenty seventeen or autumn of twenty seventeen. Those are my my wages. Um, and if you guys listening out there have any wages of your own, then uh, let's start a competition. Yeah. If you can think of a specific date, then put it on there, and the winner will get a. Uh, an Aaron Meta and Harry Dyer show t-shirt which <laughs> I will start designing on Photoshop right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah the shirt isn't ready yet so uh, we'll yeah. have to uh, yeah. but yeah I mean certainly this is good in terms of I mean obviously these guys are going to be pretty busy but you know I would imagine we'll, you know it would be good to see if we can get uh, some more interviews with uh, some of the original cast and maybe I think it's going to be inevitable I don't think it's going to be an if, an if I think it's going to be a when I think yeah because, exactly uh, well it would be really great to speak to Craig again yeah uh, it would be I mean I have to, to see where where we can fit people in but uh, I mean obviously that's something that I'll definitely be, be working on and obviously also keep this in mind um, some voice actors will probably be know just as much as you do, and some will probably know probably a lot more, but don't want to spe- spell out what's uh, what's going on. I mean, Francesca Marie Smith's been, uh, you know, I- I've been contacting her about, uh, you know, doing interviews and stuff like that. It's just we can't. She's so busy, we just can't get the time. And also, some other people that I talk to as well, they can give us time, but they don't want to say too much in case you know they don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. So unfortunately, that's where we are at the moment. So if we do get somebody, and you know, we you realize, you know. We can't get too much out of them. You understand why? Because yeah. now we're now we're in production. Yes. I mean, that is, yeah, we, we, you know, they are not going to give away the ending of the film. You know, no. so I like, don't expect too much if we do get people on the show. Um, shall we take questions? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Sure. Then so uh, let me just have a look at what's on here. So uh, uh, I, Aisha Jessamine King says, "I have so many questions." 
Well, why didn't you ask them? <laughs> yeah, let's 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 narrow that down a bit, shall yeah, we? Yeah, um, one of these says, uh, "Oh, congrats, guys! Enough of my colleagues uh, saw this. Uh, Nick is hoping to use the specials to uh, bring in a triumphant return." So uh, I'm guessing. Uh, well, yeah, I think uh, I think obviously like we've seen before. Hey, Arnold is being. Uh, I'm very happy that they sh- that uh, they're being used for. He's being used for the flagship uh, of uh, of potential lots of other returns as well. So that's from Marcus Mills. Um, uh, awesome. Can you post the show on here as well? So yeah, we'll post this show up on the uh, on the on the comment section once it's ready. Um, let's have a look. Uh, do do do. That would be very kind for somebody to post the show. Well, I think they're just asking for us to post up the show. I don't think they're really interested in asking any questions. Um, I'm way too happy, says Nicholas Navas. Uh, yeah, I'm with, I'm very happy we're too. We're with you on that one. Yeah, we're, are you happy, sir? Okay, well, uh, Marlene Mimi Joseph asks, uh, is it true? Is it really happening? Because I really can't believe it. It's too good to be true. Well, as far as we're aware, it's happening. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's... We're told otherwise. Yeah, they're told otherwise. Um, Andreas Hedgeworld asks our opinions. Uh, well, do you think we'll see Olga again? And uh, do you think there might be a TV series that might follow? Uh, well, again, like we, if there was the, the talk of the the Patakis for a while, wasn't there? So uh, who knows? Maybe maybe this could could do something with that as well. Although I would be more inclined to have uh, you know another Arnold series, but you know we'll we'll see. We'll yes. see. Um, the, I mean, my opinion is, I think, in regards to Olga, I mean, in the original, in the original idea for the for the Jungle movie, and my understanding is she was actually supposed to go with them. Whether mm. that's going to f- go into fruition or not, I'm not too sure. Because as we all know, scripts go through rewrites, uh, characters get dropped, and characters come back again, and things like that. So I think that's going to be. It really depends. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, I think it's one of those wait and see moments i guess if we see her in concept art then obviously you know obviously we're, she's going to be back in the show so i mean she's back in the tv sorry back in the tv movie mm-hmm. um when i skylar rain cruiser says uh, when i found about this i went curly freeing all the animals crazy and started crying tears <laughs> of joy uh, i'm just so happy uh haha so okay um Aisha Jasmine king asks uh, will the animation change significantly and say and if so how much so uh I mean, how? I mean, I mean, obviously, the animation, unfortunately, is going to have to change because you know we're talking about sixty frame, frames per second, HD, possibly four K. If it go, if you know production goes on, you know, over the next couple of years, and that starts to get introduced, I mean, it's going to be. If anything, it's going to be released on Blu-ray. If you know, if it, if it ends up getting like a you know a gold release, I mean, that's that's going to be the standard, I would imagine. So, I mean, that's what we're looking at. So, unfortunately, you know, whether some people like it or not, the uh, the animation is going to have to change. Mm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these questions that are coming up are things that I feel we've we've kind of answered. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the show, really, hey, that's how impressive the show's been. We're answering all your questions before, uh, well, you've, asked before you've asked them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she also asks: uh, Is the script and storyboard going to be identical to what was originally planned? Well, Craig Barlett's already said that. Uh, if he he said in previously in another interview, if he uh, was going to do this again, he was going to have to start from scratch. So I would, I would, I would, I don't know really. Would 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 you be surprised if he did bring back some of the original elements that he had in his well, in his in his, his course, original ideas? Yeah, of course, he's not gonna. You don't, you don't want to chuck the baby out with the bathwater, and it sounds like there was a lot of good ideas in there. But of course, it's a new thing, so gonna have to make some changes. Mm-hmm. And Sharice uh, Felipe asks uh, Aaron Meta, "Will you be interviewing Craig Bartlett again?" 
I'm going to see if uh, if I can, but don't be too disappointed if I don't, because as you can probably imagine, he's probably busy writing at the moment. So uh, if this show isn't any indication that he's busy, so sure, uh, yeah. you know, like, uh, so yeah, don't be too disappointed if we don't grab Grey uh, uh, Ballard uh, right off the fact that he's uh, now starting to develop the script. So uh, yeah, I'm just having a quick uh, browse over the next uh, couple of pages, see if there's anything else we need to cover. And no, Anything think, that we've not already answered. No, I think we've already answered, yeah. Um, let me have a, another quick quick look. There was a uh, there was a section that I saw before, and oh, here we go, there's a thing here with eight replies on it. Um, do you think we'll see a moment in subplot with Arnold and Helga? Well, yeah. I think uh, I think that's I think that's a given. I think given yeah, that's obviously. A, yeah, <laughs> it can't not have that. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh, here's an interesting question. Gabby Romero uh, Crabell asks, uh, "What time do you think will it will air on television? And uh, do you think it will air in California? I'm really excited. Well, yeah, it'll air in California. I'd imagine it'd probably be airing across the world. Um, what time will they air on television? Well, I mean. If it's going to be a family TV movie, I mean, you're looking at probably maybe seven or eight o'clock at night. I would yeah. imagine. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, maybe I don't know, maybe slightly earlier, maybe sort of six-ish dinner. Two in the morning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not going to be that. One. I think yeah, I think uh, six. Uh, I mean, five, five. I would say if we're if we're in Disney movie territory, I would probably say quarter to eight, eight o'clock, something like that, and then mm. it goes on until like half nine or whatever, or uh, to. Uh, to 10 o'clock in the evening so you know so the kids can get to bed on time mm. so probably somewhere around about that time um can we give opinions on what will air uh, but we, uh, but we don't have any insider knowledge well no we don't have any we me and harry don't we know just as much as you guys do yeah so, we are just as informed and ill-informed <laughs> yeah as, uh, as much um thank you uh but i'm so excited that this movie is finally airing i think we all are excited and uh uh, will there be a new season a series again after the movie? Thanks, regards. Well, I think we've already answered that question. We we probably we don't know at this stage if there is. Now, obviously, there's going to be either have to be either a significant changes or be a pretty boring mo- TV movie. So that's one thing. Um, Aaron, can you please share the link when you've uploaded? Yeah, I will do. And uh, yeah, I've said tomorrow, and she says thanks. So uh, yeah, I think with that, I think we're done. So. Uh, Yep. Uh, Fantastic. Well, it's been a it's been a, a great uh, revelation and uh, a great triumph, uh, certainly for, if anything, for your dedication and your efforts. It's absolutely astounding that we are currently in this situation. I tell you, the world seems a lot brighter, you know, this <laughs> side of today than it did over the other side sure. before. So it's uh, yeah, I think this is uh, this is a very good moment for I think for a, a lot of people. Definitely twenty three thousand people are currently in the uh, Save the Jungle movie campaign at the moment, and definitely all the four hundred and people that are in the Save the Jungle movie UK side of things as well. So yep. uh, keep it moving, keep it moving. Harry, pleasure as always. Uh, what do you want to do about Thursday? Do you want to uh, do it? Well, I'll uh, I guess I'll I'll speak to you <laughs> over the next couple of okay, days. Okay, then because Donald uh, Trump's turned into a fascist, and I really want to I want you to kind of address that. He's turned uh, into one. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, if you're talking about what he's talking about, uh, uh, IDing Muslims and making them wear badges and stuff, it's like you know we have to we have to do if you know like uh, oh Donald Trump, you know, do he saying something stupid? It's like no, not Donald Trump. It's like Surely not. Is yeah. he just is he just finished reading 1984? Um, I don't think he's even read it. <laughs> I'm honest with you. I think uh, he's. Uh, I think. I think. He, I wouldn't be too surprised if he's doing it all off his own accord. 
but uh, yeah and also there's uh, I mean there's uh, there's obviously what's going on with uh, you know un-Islamic hate and things like that I mean also there's obviously quite hard news stories that we're currently needing we need we, we definitely need to cover well either if it's uh, if we do do a show on Thursday but yeah keep me posted and uh, yeah everyone else if you uh, you know keep an eye on the on the feed and uh, you'll notice if an episode pops up so uh, mm-hmm. cool alright right, right. well uh, pleasure as always pleasure and... as always thanks Harry I'll see you later see you soon cheers mate bye bye You've been listening to the Arrow Meta Show, uh, facebook.com forward slash Arrow Meta Show, uh, twitter.com forward slash Arrow Meta Show, uh, Tumblr dot, sorry, Arrow, for Tumblr, it's arrowmeta.tumblr.com. And uh, yeah, check out all those uh, all the social media. And, uh, you know, I, I know I do have a website, but uh, I'm still trying to get all that sorted out at the moment. So uh, there's not really much going on with that at, the, at, uh, at, uh, at in this time. So uh, just check, keep checking out Facebook, keep checking out Twitter. And uh, yeah, thanks guys for checking out the show. And uh, I will see you all either on Thursday or I'll see you next week. So take care. Um, bye bye for now. Cheers. <laughs>